Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Two Fit Podcast. Pumped to have you. If you listen to the first episode back with Dr. Katherine Sanderson, in that intro, I mentioned that I was going to be testing some new formats, some shorter shows, six to 12 minutes long, 15 minutes long. And in doing so, I'm going to have a wingman on these episodes with me, and that is none other than my good friend, Ted Bauer. Ted. <laughs> Welcome to Two Fit Podcast. Hey man, I'm excited to be here, and we've uh, we've talked about these kind of like dog walking, laundry folding formats for a while. Not to get away from the depth and quality of content that can happen in those 45 to an hour interviews that you've put up, um, both yourself and with Jake. Um, but I think these are going to be easy, kind of like health lifestyle broader topics for people to digest in a short amount of time and it should be fun yeah i'm really looking forward to it they'll typically be like one topic for that show but they're kind of random too we, we yep. don't discuss we're not going to discuss these a lot in advance they're kind of like just one-off ideas that ted and i come across and we're like yeah <laughs> let's let's dive into that yep um they will be things that hopefully we usually know something about, right. but uh, we don't take things too seriously. We like to have fun with it, and we just hope to provide you some cool info and value. So we love your feedback, any thoughts, opinions, um, greatly appreciated. So Ted, before we dive into this first topic, um, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Sure, I'm a, a predominantly a copywriter, a ghostwriter, um, kind of help people with marketing and email and everything. Uh, that's what I've been doing for about four years, and uh, before that, mostly I worked at ESPN for about seven, eight years, and I have some good stories from there that maybe will populate a future uh, episode of this shorter format, too. And then just for background for those listening, uh, I met Josh uh, initially through kind of this like shared gym space that him and Jake had. And it merged with a gym I was going to, and we became friends through that. And have been talking about this kind of like shorter, digestible idea for a while. Then decided to start taping some. Yeah, I mean Ted is super talented. He has an amazing newsletter, great blog, really outside of the box thinking and thoughts and opinions um, that are really well informed too. And he and I jive a lot on marketing and business and life. And so this is something like he said, we've we've gone around the table a while and now we're just both stoked to kind of yep. get this up and running so um, pumped to have you man and yep. um, without any more ramblings I guess let's dive into this first topic okay so we we're going to talk about the value of kind of slowing down in your life which I think is big for just general modernity especially business though but also personal um, I know even in the last year you went through this Pepsi incubator program. You had another kid in that span, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that yeah, would be within the best year. So just like there's this tendency that like we live in this hyper growth type environment, like everybody's got to be going and like proving themselves, one upping themselves, 10 xing themselves, whatever. So kind of like first, like where do you see the value in trying to slow down? And then secondly, like, uh, what are some ways that you've tried to actually do it in your own life? Yeah, it's it's something I think about often, but in, in most recent times, and me, and me and you discussed this, I think you read his content too. Um, Seth Godin had published a post about driving uh, in the right lane, not the left lane. Yep. And it was a short, as typical Seth Godin's blogs are, very short little piece of content. Um, but it, it really made me think about you have this 
and it's easy it's an easy analogy of driving in the left lane versus the right lane right but you can apply that to a lot of things in life and when you're driving in the left lane what where my thoughts started going to is more on like the health side of what's happening and like your mindset because you really get in this constant state of kind of this cortisol pumping i'm always in a hurry i'm on edge when you're when you're driving above the speed limit which i quite often do um you're you are on edge and if you're not even aware of it until you are aware of it right until you start consciously thinking like wow like my shoulders are, are heightened they're tense my forearms are flexed like holding the steering wheel you know and, and we're always in a hurry to get to the next place and Seth's point of that post was you're not even giving yourself time for just free free thought to right. just see where your mind goes and a few weeks ago I started applying that not driving in the left lane now I've only done it when I had to pass somebody that was going way me way right. well under speed limit, right because that can be annoying that yeah. can be annoying um, that can be just as hazardous as driving too fast <laughs> yeah that's actually true i think actually statistically more accidents that are not related to intoxication or anything come from slower driving i, I feel like that. that is statistically true maybe because all the fast drivers catch up to them rear end them right that could be a- <laughs> <laughs> right yeah for sure um but yeah i started driving in the right lane giving myself extra time to get to places whether yep. that's dropping the kids off getting to a meeting whatever and you really do notice a sense of calm and you're not worried about getting there. Right. You're not thinking about getting there. You're already on the road. You know, you're going there, but now you give yourself time to listen to a song, to actually listen to the song. Right. And to actually have thoughts that maybe just roam and see where they go. Thinking about a new business, thinking about a workout plan, like, you know, a date with your wife or husband, like whatever. Yep. And, it's been very freeing and I've tried to apply that to a few more places, but for me, it's just, it's my personal experience. It's trying to eliminate that constant sense of I've got to get somewhere. I've got to get somewhere in a certain time. Yeah. Right? And to your point about the physiological side of it, and I think this was in the longer Sanderson episode that you posted recently, but the physiology of just panic or nervousness, it's not, conducive to people coming up with creative ideas or new ideas or different ideas. I mean, you see it, if you've ever had a white collar job and some boss is like huge on you about deadlines or whatever, creativity does not usually come in those moments. Yeah. It's more like get it, it goes done. Out the right? window. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I have a friend in Florida got laid off and was like working at Ashley home goods, like selling stuff on the floor and he was just trying to get some more stability. And the thing he would always text me was, man, like, I'm in so much of a panic about, like, bills and just, like, general life stuff that I can't, like, creatively think about, like, new things I could do or think outside the box on my life or career. And I thought that was, like, so sad in the sense of, like, you need that time, but then, like, there's all these pressures that kind of apply to you, like both base life stuff and then like, oh, this needs to get done, this needs to get done. And it's like those moments are not conducive to like outside the box creativity, right? Yeah. Um, all. <laughs> yeah. And again, there are flaws with the right lane as a driver for sure. But the idea, I think, has a tremendous amount of merit just in the sense of more people need that time to just like reflect on stuff even you know yeah as i would you're a creative you know as a creative where do you find your pressure points when you're when you're not being creative 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, again, I think it's panic. Like, I would say I've probably been freelance or mostly freelance since probably November 2015. And we're taping this in September 2019, so probably 46 months. And it's like, I've probably had like 12 or 15 months that were like huge money-wise. I probably had 12 or 15 that were like terrible. And I probably had 12 or 15 where it's like, well, everything's covered. And if I want to go out to dinner a couple times, I can or whatever. So probably a third of each, right? So if you map those to like periods of creativity or innovation or thinking about doing stuff differently, the periods where you have the most abundance, I would say, you probably have the most time to do that. And the periods where your like physiological reactions are like super tight, which can happen with left lane driving, mm -hmm. um, you have the least like room for that. I would say, yeah. you know. And even like to extend that left lane parallel, I've never been. A, I'm more like a center lane person as a physical driver. Like in the left lane, there's also pressure. Is like you can have it for like. 20 miles and then some dude is like right up on you yeah. and you're like oh god i gotta pass these two trucks and then move over so he can pass me and it's like you add this stressor and do i stall and make him get over to the right like <laughs> right right it's like the strategy of like you know i30 or whatever you might be on yeah um but yeah i would say that's the thing and it's again it goes to like kind of a business discussion too where it's like you'll see a lot of times people are like well do this on instagram because like <clears throat> louis vuitton brands do it and you're like man they have billions of dollars so they have a lot of room to like mess around we're like one post or series of things isn't going to sink them. They kind of have that the robustness can inspire the creativity. Whereas when your back is against the wall, you can like, you can build some amazing stuff out of failure. And there's thousands of examples throughout human history of that. But I feel like you need that slow lane just for like reflection and allowing ideas to connect. And I think that's the bigger takeaway. On it. Yeah. And that's why a lot, I love kind of this title as the overarching topic, right. this, this short show, because everyone drives, virtually everyone drives, yeah, right? Totally. And in a day, whether you have an hour commute or you're just driving 15 minutes, you know, to your office, or right. whatever it is, everyone drives. And I think it's something, it's one thing that you can distill down. Yep. It's very applicable. So yeah, there are pressures. Maybe you can't change your job today. Maybe you can't change the fact that, you know, a loved one has been sick for sick, whatever. But when you get in the car, maybe you can just switch that mindset of, you know what, I'm going to give myself three extra minutes. Cause you think about the time difference of drive, like literally driving in the right lane versus the left lane. Yep. It's not that no, big. Not at all. And it's definitely not, not big enough to warrant you being stressed out and on edge right. for that trip. Right. And so switching that and going, you know what? This is a test. This is a challenge listener. Yep. It's like if you're listening to the show, yep. I we want your feedback. Like give it a week. Yep. I want you to drive only in the right lane. And Ted and I want to know how it goes. Yep. Hundred percent. That's your that's your assignment. That's, that's your assignment. The we want to hear how it goes yep. because I think you will find you'll have a sense of peace, you'll have a sense of calmness. And at least in the car, you're usually by yourself a lot of times. Yep. And you will have that moment for reflection, for calmness, for breathing that you don't often get when you're out and about 
in the real world, crushing your job, or at home with the kids, or whatever it is. So drive in the right lane. One week. Let's see how it goes. Right. And tell us also <clears throat> what type of ideas or new connections you had in that span. And we'll, uh, in a future episode, we'll address some of that feedback as well. You got it. All right. Until next time. Sweet.